Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to the How Social Are You podcast, where we ask the question, are we more or less social because of social media? This is Mark Lindheimer, and you're listening to podcast episode number 10. If you love the podcast, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes and leave a glowing review. We'd really appreciate it. Today on the podcast, we're joined by entrepreneur, world traveler, and technology developer, Joshua Allen. So let's get started. Welcome to the How Social Are You podcast, Josh. Hi, how's it going? It's going great. Great to connect with you. Great to connect with you. Um, I I wanted to invite you on to the podcast because I was intrigued by, you know, what I'd learned about you on social media and particularly the product that you have launched to the market, um, the VR goggles. And I'd like you to talk about that, talk about your company and, uh, you know, kind of learn about how you're using social media uh, to promote the products and, and your brand. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so I run a startup called smart theater VR and we make virtual reality headset goggles. Um, I am currently living in Uruguay at the moment. I live abroad. I've been living in Costa Rica and Uruguay and different parts of Latin America for the last couple of years now. Uh, but the company is an American company, but as you can imagine living abroad, I definitely use social media a lot. That's very cool. So where are you from originally? I'm from Los Angeles. And how, how long uh, have you been living abroad? Uh, I guess it's been half a decade, five years now. That's, that's incredible. Is it just wanderlust or is it a lifestyle decision or, you know, is just travel and, and uh, living abroad was something you made a decision to do? Um, yeah, I mean, a little bit of everything. I think ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to experience living in different countries and getting to know different cultures and communities. So that was kind of my main impetus. But a wanderlust sounds good. I like that. It sounds pretty accurate. We'll, we'll settle on that one. Yeah. Um, how many different countries have you have you visited? Oh, I don't know. Uh, 20-ish, something like that, I would guess. And how many have you lived in? 
I've just been living in two the last few years, Costa Rica and Uruguay. Okay. And where are you going from Uruguay? Sorry, I can't pronounce that very well. It's Uru. Uru. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be going, um, well, I live near, Uruguay has like a primate city thing. So I live near the capital, which is Montevideo. Excellent. And uh, you're able to run your business from anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks to the internet, I can. I mean, you know, we manufacture in China. Our main clients are in the United States and in South America. And I'm able to meet with some here. My partner is able to meet with the ones there. And more or less, most business is taken care of online. I mean, most of my day is sitting behind a computer. How long have you been doing uh, internet business? Did, is, were you doing it before this product? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For a very long time. This product didn't actually begin as an online product. That's actually a very new avenue for us. Uh, We've been selling mostly to retailers, but just in the last few months, we've hopped online and tried to kind of get some awareness built for our brand. And I assume you're using social media in in order to do so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're on Twitter and uh, Facebook and everything. And how's that going for you? How long have you been on, you know, actively using social media to promote the brand? And how's that going? To be completely honest, it's only been a few months. Um, I've just gotten started at it. I, I'm learning, you know, it's a, it's a learning curve. I think the biggest lesson I've learned thus far is to be genuine and not to just cram a bunch of promotions down people's throats or to keep talking about yourself, but, you know, to actually engage in conversations to express yourself as a unique human being with different ideas. People appreciate that the most. Yeah. Being authentic is really important. Um, there's, I don't know if you've ever heard of Gary Vanderchuk, Gary no. Vaynerchuk. Um, he goes by Gary V, Gary V E E in most of his branding, but uh, he's a social media influencer. And he wrote a book uh, several years ago called Crush It because he built a brand on YouTube and he'd, you know, gotten to be pretty big and made a lot of money in the process. And then he kind of morphed into a, a digital advertising firm, an ad agency. And his next book after that was called Jab, 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 Right Hook. And he talks about how you can do business on online through social media and all the different channels uh, that you have available. And he gives examples of what to do and what not to do all the way down to, you know, the captions and an, you know, an Instagram post uh, and a Facebook post, what kind of pictures to Uh use. So it's really useful information. Sounds like something that you might benefit from. I know the listeners will benefit from uh, his, uh, his teachings along those lines. He also has a lot of YouTube content uh, for entrepreneurs. He has a ton of, uh, you know, uh, he does Snapchats and and all kinds of stuff. He's on Twitter. He's, he's a madman. So definitely check out Gary V and I'll be linking to his books in the show notes. So we can, uh, you know, all the listeners can have access to that. So, so you and I met on social media through uh, a new uh, platform called Gab. And I, and that's what really kind of got me connected to you. I thought your product was really cool and that, you know, uh, it was something that I was very interested in, even though I had not had a a VR goggle experience uh, to date. So it was really neat uh, how, you know, you promoted this first, you promoted, promoted yourself, you know, got to know you a little bit, then it was the product. And 
Then I just went on an order and it could have been simpler on Amazon and it literally arrived in two days. It took me longer to use the product than it took to order and arrive at my house. (laughs) So I I think you'll be happy to know that that is a really good service that you provide. The packaging and the product are amazing. So why don't you talk a little bit about the product itself and the market you're serving and, you know, kind of what made you decide to enter into this space? Um, well, it began a couple of years ago when the uh, Kickstarter came out for the Oculus Rift. Um, I had to get one of the earliest ones possible. So when I ordered it and I opened up the box, I was shocked how simple it was. And I think I came to the conclusion that a lot of other people did, which was that the front screen could just as easily be a smartphone instead of another screen. So we kind of began designing a virtual reality headset, which uses your smartphone as the screen and the computer for the headset. And that process began, ah, man, I want to say four, three or four years ago, um, at least since we began that. And it started off as like prototyping. We originally were doing um, the Google Cardboard had come out. So we started with that and we designed our own cardboard model. But really quickly, we made contacts with manufacturers and built a relationship and started to talk to retailers. And now we're actually one of the larger producers of these kind of non-electronic virtual reality headsets. Uh, you can find us too on Amazon, but we're also in uh, Walmart in the stores. We're in Toys R Us. We're at um, Bed Bath & Beyond. You can find us at many, many, many different retailers. We're in retailers outside the U.S. too for any of your international visitors. And what is the product called again? It's the Smart Theater. Smart Theater. Yeah, that's the name of our company, and that's the first product. It's a Smart Theater virtual reality headset. Excellent. And, and so, the whole thing is there's, a, there's about a, a thousand or more apps out there which can run on your smartphone and in conjunction with my headset actually transport you to a completely immersive virtual reality experience. I know some people know about this and others just have no clue, but it's really quite spectacular and everyone needs to try it at least once. Oh, there's no question. The first app that I tried, on, tried it on uh, was actually really interesting. It, it came across my Twitter feed as a promoted post. And it was a kind of reimagination of Queen's uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And I'm a big Queen fan. I actually saw them in concert back in the eighties and um, you know, before Freddie Mercury died, might've even been late seventies, but um, it was, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And I, I was just blown away. All I had to do was, you know, strap my, my smartphone onto the headset, adjust it. And I was there and I was looking around and I was just experiencing this incredible sound and visual experience. And it just was so simple. And I'm like, these guys really figured something out. You make a product once and it has so many multiple uses with, the new content that's coming out, uh, you know, on a regular basis, on a daily basis, new apps, uh, new experiences, right? Sure. There's even uh, medical applications that are being developed for virtual reality. There's uh, educational applications. Obviously, there's games and movies galore. You can see a really wide variety of uh, videos and trailers on YouTube 362. That's great. That is so great. So cool. So I, I, I want to go back to the social media aspect. Um, you're, you're using social media to, to raise awareness, but you're also connecting with people, you know, 
more so as a brand and not pushing product all the time, correct? Correct. Yeah. I mean, I have to be honest with you. My, my main love for social media and my use of social media maybe is even less about my business and more about my personal life being someone that lives out of my own country. My girlfriend is from Costa Rica, but we're also living in Uruguay. And for us, social media is uh, necessary to connect to the world that we left behind. I don't think we would be very good at living abroad if we didn't have the ability to kind of instantly access our cultures back home. Yeah, so you can curate the information that you're interested in about home, you know, whether it's, yeah. uh, you know, culture or music or lifestyle or politics or whatever. Not that there's anything going on in the political scene these days. <laughs> Nothing at all. No, yeah, I can see the American system collapse in real time uh, sitting <laughs> from my computer and my girlfriend gets to watch uh, Costa Rican politics and football. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, you can really get drawn into different types of things if you're interested in it. My wife is as, as low, low social media as possible. And she even finds, she was actually bragging to me today that she had purged a bunch of people that were too political for her. Because she wants nothing but, you know, rainbows and unicorns on her social media feed. And, uh, you know, it's, it's cool that you're able to do that. You know, yeah. if you only want to see certain things, you can filter that out. And Yeah, you can just read positive memes all day. Yep. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it, it is. I mean, and, and that's what's good about it. You know, you can curate your own experience, your own content. And social media has gotten so powerful from that perspective and, and flexible. You know, uh, you can go as, as far to the other way as you want. You can find anything about any topic you want. You can go into rat, rabbit holes, you know, until your heart's content. And, oh, yes, I love that. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of fun. And that's, that's what I like about it. So, so let's talk about that aspect of your, your social media life. How much time do you think you spend per day on social media? And, you know, how do you kind of manage that given that you're, you know, you're obviously interested in what's going on at home and, and around the world. Um, how do you manage that time given that you're also running a business? Well, you know what, that's exactly what my life is comprised of managing my internet leisure time with my sitting around on my computer working time. But mostly I'm just behind a desk working on a computer all day long these days. So I'm kind of stuck here anyways. I, uh, the way I do it is I just respond to the little tweets and beeps that come on my phone. And that way I'm kind of kept apprised. And on my computer, I just keep working and working and working. And that's kind of my daily routine with that. But I'll admit, social media, not only does it connect me back home and those things, but it's a great source of procrastination for me. <laughs> that's honesty. I like that. Yeah. I like no, that. I mean, there's, there's sometimes where I'm on there for four hours trying to start an argument just because I don't want to do any work at the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can, you can definitely troll people and, and, uh, and find opportunities for engagement. That's for sure. And it, especially on Twitter, it can happen really fast. It can flame up really fast. So yeah, uh, I'd have to say I can relate to, to what you're, you know, what you're talking about. Interesting perspective being that you live abroad. How do you see people and social media, 
you know, and interacting as, as human beings. Cause again, you know, this, this podcast is about, are we more or less social because of social media? You and I met because of social media, yet we're having a real conversation right now, uh, even though we're, you know, thousands of miles away. But, you know, my wife works in a restaurant and she always talks about how, uh, and it's in Santa Monica, it's pretty, pretty nice restaurant, how she has to approach the table at a certain time. And it's usually after the, the people sitting down have gotten their selfies just right. Uh, she doesn't want to interrupt that. And, and she observes that, you know, people are on their phones the whole time. They're not even talking to each other. And so I'm wondering, you know, here you are living abroad. What's your perspective of people and their, their smartphones and their, you know, their social media and, and how they're interacting as people? Do you see that as becoming a barrier to personal interaction? Um, you know, maybe I'm not going to say the correct thing right now, but honestly, I, I don't see it that way at all. I think it's even completely the opposite. I mean, you used to have to sit at the table just talking to your same boring friends but now while you're at the table, you can interact with dozens of people at the same time. I mean, that is great. I mean, maybe that's cynical, but it's like, to me, I don't know, maybe it's expressing something deeper and realer about all of us. I don't, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the time before we all had smartphones. It's not that long ago. And conversations weren't that much better, right? That is interesting. That is an interesting perspective because, you know, it broadens your ability to interact both, uh, you know, in the people that you're present with, but also people that aren't there and maybe engage them in what you're doing. And also, I mean, social media, I mean, and maybe this is even more cynical, but it, it feeds into some of our uh, more egotistical drives, like your wife was saying with all the people taking the selfies. I mean, I've never seen a photo of someone's breakfast that I cared about, yet my page <laughs> is littered with them. Um, and everyone's always smiling and that kind of stuff. I think there's an element to social media, which is bragging, the humble brag, you know, that's a big part of it too. You know, everyone looks so happy on Facebook. Yeah. And the picture is just perfect. Yeah. Always. Cause there was 45 of them that they had to scroll through and you know, some crying baby in the background that you don't see. So yeah. I mean, that's the reality to it. it we have a two-year-old daughter and I know it takes many, many, many pictures to get the one good one that I'm willing to post. And, <laughs> uh, and, and I know that most everybody goes through the same thing in their process of picking the right one. But I, I agree with yeah, you. I mean, there, is, there is an element of that, that, that kind of uh, social um, feedback that you receive can become, you know, very much the driver for what you do on social media. Yes. It's, it's not only that we curate the content that we see, but we curate the content we produce too. I mean, for example, uh, maybe you've had the experience where you're talking in a Skype or, or a Google chat and you're actually not looking at the image of the person you're talking to, but you're looking at your own reflective photo to make sure that you're kind of, uh, aligned correctly, your head's not you know, tilted to the side, you don't have a dumb look on your face. I mean, I feel like that's a natural thing that a lot of us do and we don't talk about. You don't have nine chins? Yeah, you know, you're kind of like tilting to the right direction, the, the most handsome angle possible. And meanwhile, you're supposed to be engaging with that other person who's, you know, the larger graphic on your screen. But really, we're all looking at that little tiny corner box, aren't we? Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, uh, I do a, a, a mastermind group every Sunday night and I, you act, you actually described exactly what I do. During that <laughs> but we day. don't talk about it. 
No, no. But this is, you know, this is part of, you know, how we're being driven and trained, you know, by social media. How many people post really crappy pictures of themselves? Oh, it's 99% of the internet. <laughs> so, no, that's, I think that's a really cool observation. I think, you, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. And, you know, the goal of this podcast is to share different observations and different kind of uh, tips and ideas about, you know, how to, you know, be effective on social media, but still, you know, have that personal interaction that, that you know, moves relationships forward or moves business forward. And, and I think you've made some very, very powerful observations. So um, what I wanted to ask you next was, you know, what, what's in the future for your business? What do you see uh, on the horizon, you know, in, in how your products uh, are being used? I know you mentioned, you know, the medical application and educational applications. What do you see, you know, uh, going forward and down the line? Um, well, I, I have a lot to say on that topic, so you'll have to cut me off uh, whenever it's too much. But I think virtual, re- I, I think a lot of people think of virtual reality as a, a single product, but it's more like a platform in the sense that two dimensions are a platform. You know, it's on your TV and it's on your computer, it's on your smartphone, it's all 2D. 3D is going to be across many devices, it's going to be coming holographically from vending machines. It's going to be coming from uh, headsets that you're wearing on your head. It's going to be all over the place, piece by piece by piece. And we're just, all of us in the tech community are kind of building the protocols and the layers that the whole thing is, is wrapped around how it's structured, how it works. And that's a little yet to be determined, but I mean, the, the end game to virtual reality is almost frightening at how powerful it could potentially be in the sense that, I mean, you're talking about social media, being able to curate it and curate yourself in the process. You know, virtual reality is about, and really the future of virtual reality is augmented reality. And augmented reality, which is um, integrating the real world with the virtual layers on top of it, this is going to be about curating life itself. And I think that's the end goal to virtual reality, as maybe scary as that can sound to some people. That's very, very interesting. I think that's something that we could probably talk on a whole other podcast episode about. Um, there's so much information that's coming out now. I started following different feeds because of, you know, meeting you uh, about VR companies and VR content and VR direction and, you know, the, some of the events that are going on around the world, conferences about virtual reality. And uh, you're right. I mean, the, the, incredible power of, you know, the creative mind to be able to, uh, you know, manifest these types of technologies and to look beyond what we have today into the future and to create so many exciting, uh, and, and helpful and powerful, um, experiences and tools is, is really limitless and VR is one of those areas that is, is really, truly exciting. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, there's a lot of potential for uh, increased communication through virtual reality and augmented reality. For example, uh, there's some people that are working on a, uh, an AR app, which will add subtitles to people that are speaking in a foreign language. So as you're communicating with someone, you actually see the words in your language written underneath their head. And that increases communication. 
At the same time, though, there are other people who are working on programs which allow you to, you know, put an avatar body over that person that you're talking to. And so you're talking to their, you know, character, their avatar. And that maybe is less intimate and less connecting. But I think just like with our social media, if we're really honest about it on a core level, we're doing exactly what we want to be doing, whether it's good or bad or whatever moral kind of categories we want to put it in. It, it actually feeds what we want. And that's, that's the most important part. Well, it, it addresses a need or a want, and that's freedom of choice. And the market will determine ultimately, right, how successful these technologies are, how they're adopted, and how, you know, how, uh, how they grow over time. And yeah, so, and in unexpected ways. I mean, like we were saying with all the people putting their food products on their Instagram and stuff like that. And no one really cares and they keep doing it or they have so many smile photos, but there must be a deep down human urge to brag that we're finally getting out of our systems in a very clever way, you know? Yeah, I know. It's, it's really interesting. It is a, an evolution. And I think what's cool about what you're doing is you're on the, you know, on the edge of it and you're on, you know, you're blazing new trails and you're providing a very consumable product you know, uh, easily accessible, affordable, and uh, functional uh, product that that allows people to consume this new technology, this new experiences. So I'm really, really happy that we were able to have this this conversation. I learned a lot from you, and I hope the listeners learned a lot. How can they find you on social media? Where are the different ways they can find you and your company? Sure. On Facebook and Twitter, we are Smart Theater VR, and you can go to smarttheatervr.com, or you can search for Smart Theater on Amazon. Excellent. Excellent. Well, you know, it's been great, Josh, meeting you. I wanted to let the listeners know that if they want to connect with me on social media, it's at M. Lindheimer on Twitter and Instagram. It's Mark Lindheimer on Facebook. Uh, if you'd like to email me, you can reach me at the how social are you podcast at gmail.com. And you can also tweet or message me. And if you like the podcast, please uh, go to iTunes and give us a star rating and, and leave some comments. We'd really appreciate your feedback. And uh, until next time, everybody, we look forward to speaking to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.